After a long sabbatical, <laughs> we are back behind the microphone where Not I belong. Not just a sabbatical, but an accidental sabbatical. All sabbaticals are accidental. <laughs> never volunteered. I've never heard of someone who volunteered for a sabbatical. <laughs> what is a sabbatical? Uh, a break from work. Let's see here. Sabbatical. But I thought it had like reasoning behind it. Sabbatical. There, there is a reasoning behind it. How do you spell sabbatical? With a S. Oh, Sa. I spelled it. Oh my god, I spelled it C E B A T I C A L. The correct spelling is S A B B A T I C A L. Two B's. And I would that's never. why I got out of the fourth grade spelling bee on the word knob. Knob. <laughs> knob. Oh. Not. No, okay, there's just like a K in the front. Like, I spelled the word thousand oh, I, and thought I was riding high. Yeah. And then <laughs> your word is knob. Mm-hmm. N-O-B. <laughs> and then I saw the shaking of the judge's head and I saw the disappointment in my mom's face and thought, I somehow spelled that wrong. I got out in second second or third grade, um, second round on the word pencil. S. No, I did P E N C L E, and then I didn't get like, <laughs> and I didn't get like a, like an like a nod or anything. I got a, you wrong, wrong bitch, wrong bitch, pinkle, not me, wrong bitch. Um, okay, a sabbatical is a period of paid leave granted to a university teacher or other worker for study or travel, traditionally one year after, wait, traditionally one year for every seven years worked. So. <sighs> Um, not only do we not get paid for this podcast, um, <laughs> well, we don't get paid, so we couldn't be on yeah. sabbatical. Yeah, so sabbatical is not an option for us. That's okay. Maybe think of vacation. Yeah. Unpaid. Unpaid. Of course. One second. I just, I have to rub my um, <laughs> mask across my face because this bitch owns skims. That's right. I have a skims mask. She has skims. I contributed to the pockets of Kim Kardashian. Carrie they got skims, so all of the couch potatoes got skims. I saw Emma Chamberlain wearing flared yoga pants and a crew neck sweatshirt, no, no, so no. I bought she calls flared them yoga pants. Flare and flare leggings. No. Yes, no. What? Gen Z calls them flare leggings. That's not true. They're I yoga refuse. pants. I refuse to believe that. Hi, Gen Z. I'm like the really old version of you and the very young <laughs> version of millennials. Um, those are called yoga pants. In 2005 to 2010, we sported those with a cute little sweatband and a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And our sketchers. Like, yeah. I mean, with that comment, I digress. It's just <laughs> unbearable. Um, no, but actually, do give a shout out. Um, the only reason I have this mask, the only reason that I can proudly get up every morning and say I'm a Skims owner is because, um, you know, my friend Hannah bought a pack of five mm-hmm. and she sold me one. Um, so I so I kind of got my Skims on, like, the black market, which like, I think is kind of even cooler. Black market is just... The place to get everything. The place to get everything. You know, probably the most legal form of the black market is Shein. 
Yes. So if you're on there, you're you're getting close. Yeah, real close. Real Facebook close. Market also right there. Yes, Natalie. Hmm? Oh wait, just I just want to know everything about your weekend. My <laughs> and well, actually, I guess like what you've been doing the last um two weeks since well, we were on, you know, sabbatical. It takes a lot to remember. Um, not only one week ago, but two weeks ago. So I'm just gonna go with I've been at work a lot, mm. but Mackenzie came to town this weekend. So oh, that's <laughs> right, Mackenzie Sork came to town and didn't tell me, and I had to find out on Instagram. Once um, again, I digress. Um, so unfair. <laughs> I was standing at the bar, getting my drink, slipping, flipping through, slipping, flipping, flipping through Instagram stories like I do. And um, I see somebody post a picture of, oh, who is that? Natalie, the co-host of my podcast and one of my closest friends with my big in the in Oklahoma City. And I was not told. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even enjoy my drink. My drink was tainted. No. I mean, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like. I know that I'm this like rock hard funny comedian, but like I do have feelings. She she does have she does have the feelings. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. You know I get it. Like life happens. We can go. Um, we could go to Coppell and record there. Do a little Texas feel, like a little I rodeo. I have no desire we to get... go to Coppell, Texas. Well, that's where Mackenzie is. Okay, but like she can just come here again. I think. Okay, we'll we'll just make her come back up for a studio audience. Yeah, you know, we talked about this on last week's episode that never got posted because mm-hmm. um, we're idiots, and um, I'm just, I'm not on this Texas train. Like, I have no desire to live in Texas. Oh, yes. It does not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very large, very wide, very confusing. Um, yeah, I don't understand That's the how they described me in elementary school. <laughs> and I just, it's it's hot all the time. It's very hot. I have a lot of anxiety in the city of Dallas. Same. It's I not, it's not a place highways. where I relax. I don't know what a turnpike is there because, like, the turnpike is a highway and I just, like, I get stressed. Like, I get it, respect it. But, a like, turnpike, you have to pay. No, right? no, no. Yes. Oh. Yeah, but, like, sometimes, like, my maps takes me onto the turnpike. But, like, I don't have a turnpike pass for Texas. So, like. Right. What's a girl to do? That's just the government trying to get money out of and you. And then I don't know how to get off and pay the turnpike because it's not like Oklahoma where it's just, like, on the side of the highway. Yeah. So, it's, like, I'm just illegally driving in Texas. Aren't we all? True. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Everybody has done the hungover illegal drive through Texas. Oh, my God. It's not a fun one. No, that 7 a.m. post OU Texas, Sunday morning, mm. driving back, trying to beat that traffic, hangover, take me back. Take me back to my friends throwing up out of the car windows. Ah, uh, what a joy. Uh, what a joy. What a joy. Um, but speaking of Jones Assembly, if you guys, you know, follow Couch Potatoes on Instagram, and if you don't, you should, Couch Potatoes Podcast, um, we, sorry, hmm, sorry, somebody texted me, and usually people don't text me when I'm scored, so I thought it was an emergency, but it's not, no worries, um, so, what was I talking about? Jones. Oh, yes, if you follow Couch Potatoes on Instagram, you saw this. If you don't, you definitely should. Um, you're missing out on some great content, some great, just everything. Um, Pure content. Couch Potatoes Podcast. Follow us. Give us a shout out. You know, whatever you want. Whatever you're feeling. Um, I was sitting at Jones Assembly this weekend, and you know, Oklahoma City, 
you know, big city, small town vibes. Did you just hear my stomach growl? <gasps> was that your stomach? That was my stomach. I wonder if you could hear it. That was my tummy growling. I swear on my life. Do you need a snack? Leg. No, I'll get it after this. Okay. Anyways, you know, big city, small town. Yeah. You just you just see the utmost of random people in the utmost of random places. Yeah, and usually like people like you don't really want to see. No. And you know, usually um, I just like you know go to have a good time with my friends, but you know, yeah. uh, man makes plan, God laughs. Always. And, and boy, did he laugh. I was sitting there, and Karis goes, oh, do you know who's behind you? And I said, oh, no, who? And she's like, well, I'll give you a hint. It's somebody who you proclaimed on a public podcast is not hot enough to be acting like that. And not only did we proclaim it, they called us out on proclaiming it on their Instagram. So, I mean, I don't think he knows who I am. I don't think he knows, like, me, like, associated with this, you know? But... It was um, so awkward because he stood there and, and talked for like a while, and I was like, "Wow." Um, to you? No, just to like people I was oh, with. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. We had a lengthy call. We had I much like, to discuss. What? No, no, no. He was just like, he was just in my vicinity. He was just breathing my air. Oh, okay. okay. Which I wasn't okay with either. Yeah, COVID um, people, come on. So you know, I knew this would happen one day. You know, there are only so many guys to go around. There are so many guys, only so many guys you can shit on. Yeah. And um, sooner or later, we were bound to run into one of them. Yeah. And so I'm glad that hump is over for us. It's done. Clean. We can, we can say we've done it. Yes. And that's that on that. I love that. Yeah. I love a good awkward encounter. I have so many of them. Nothing like it. <laughs> oh, something did so terrible happen. Something so terrible happened to me. Oh no, what? Um so I waved to somebody at work who was waving at the person behind me. Oh no. And in that moment I shriveled up and died. Do you know how many times that would happen to me on campus? Well, campus is a big place. You know, no, I you know. can't you you know, if you're waving in a general direction, you should know better. Yeah. I, like, I would get so embarrassed. Oh. Because it's embarrassing. <laughs> no, because it is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, okay. Any other things about your weekend? So. No. Just hung out with friends. No Athleta like, Dream Strims? No. Oh, good. I don't think so. No. Okay. Cool. Um, are you watching anything specific? Um, just, like, on my day-to-day life? Yeah. Um, I started watching Haunting at Bly Manor. <gasps> Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. I haven't watched it. I think it is. Let me double check just because I keep calling it the wrong thing. You're thinking of Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House is really good. Well, this right? is like technically the second season of this. Oh. Haunting do, at Bly Manor. I was right. Nice. Um. So if you guys don't know or I did not watch, I think two years ago Haunting, of Hill, Haunting at Hill House was dropped on Netflix. So good. So creepy. So their second season, Haunting at Bly Manor, totally different story, so good, not as scary. It, it's just more like... I don't like scary, so... It's more like suspenseful. It has a good story, but like Haunting at Hill House was like so spooky that like that was the expectation I had, and like mm-hmm. it's good. I definitely was like kind of getting bored, mm. but like still good. I'm on, I'm on the last episode. It's like it's a st- the storyline's good though, like it's something I can follow. Yes. Yeah, okay. storyline's good. Okay. And, like, this does a good job of, like, you're introduced to, like, a ghost or something like that. And then, like, as Ooh. the story goes on, you, like, know the ghost story, so it makes them less scary. Oh, you know, it just humanizes the ghosts. We love humanizing the ghost. Um, so, yeah, very good. I'll let you know what I think of the ending, though. 
Well, don't spoil it. I haven't finished it. Okay. Are you going to watch it? I mean, maybe. Like, if I just watch it. If I have, like, all this extra time on my hands. It's very good. It's, like, number one on it. If I just have this time and, like, Haunting of Bly Manor is just sitting there, like, of course I'll scoop it up. Yeah. Definitely recommend watching with friends. Oh, God. Okay. Then, no, I won't be watching it. I can't can't keep making these, like, oh, shows I'm just going to watch with friends because I never watch them. And then I always finish them before I hang out with them again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel about that. And that's the thesis. That's how Sue sees it. And that's how Sue sees it. And that's how Sue sees it. What have you been watching? Oh, so I've actually restarted Schitt's Creek because I just want the whole experience. I need and, to finish it. Um, that's just my journey. That's just your journey. That's just the journey that I'm going on. Um, so funny. And I just forgot how much I love the relationship between Alexis and Ted. And I just think it's so monumental because, you know, she starts out with Ted, who was, like, the basic, you know, the the great value brand of men in Mm -hmm. Jits Creek. Mm -hmm. Um, Buys all his furniture in bulk from discounted, like, like sets at the mall. Yeah. And then there's Mutt. Mutt. And Alexis loves Mutt. Mutt. And she's like, "Mm -hmm." we love a mysterious man. Mutt. You know. Yes, we do love Mysterious Man, and so does Alexis. And so what does she do? She leaves Ted high and dry for Mutt. Well, then things with Mutt naturally run their course. And then her and Ted just find their way back to each other. And I'm like, this is so realistic. I'm really, yeah. unlo- like, I love this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm rewatching that, and I kind of watched that during work. Also, you know, obviously Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this last week on the dumb, Dummy Dummy episode we didn't get to post. Oh, yes. Um, but one of the craziest experiences happened in my life while watching Real Housewives. It was the craziest fight I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm sorry, you have to hear it twice, but... That's okay. You probably forgot, so I'm, I'm just going to tell you. Did. Okay, yeah. so um, at this point, I think it's season... I think I'm on season six now, so that one would have been like the end of season five, I think, because Kim Richards and Brandy Glanville are not in season six, but they're mm. in season five. Mm. So it's, oh my gosh, who all can I recall? Okay, Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Rinna, Kim Richards, Brandy Glanville, Yolanda Hadid, uh, Eileen, I don't know, they don't really ever say Eileen's <laughs> last name now that I think about it. Um, I think that's everyone. Yeah, okay, so they all try take this trip to Amsterdam. And at this point in the season, you know, tensions are really bubbling between Lisa Renna yes. and Kim Richards. Because Kim Richards, if you guys are familiar with Housewives, you know this. If not, Kim Richards is an alcoholic. And basically, it was, it was like a big family secret. And then her and Kyle got in a huge fight in season one. And Kyle said it. Mm. You're an alcoholic. And it was all this drums, drums, drums. Drums. Anyway, so, you know, then, like, season two through four, like, she was really good, like, working on her sobriety, she went to rehab. Well, in season five, she starts acting crazy again. Oh, my God. And then Brandy Glanville, who is just the woat of the woats, who, who remember, I said I hated, and then she got a little better, well, then mm-hmm. she got worse again. Okay. And she decided that she was going to start being best friends with Kim. Totally fine. But this bitch has malicious intent to the extent. Malicious. And... She basically was trying to get in between Kim and Kyle by telling Kim that, like, Kyle wasn't there to support her sobriety, that, like, Kyle was a terrible sister, and Kyle is just like, I've been her sister for 40 years. I've been dealing with her drunk self for 40 years. Don't tell her I haven't done or that I don't understand. Like, you're the one who doesn't understand, basically. Yeah. So then Lisa Renna is married to Harry Hamlin, who is, if you guys are familiar, is on Mad Men. He comes in, like, the later seasons, but Mm -hmm. he's... He's dreamy. 
And uh, right now, just like the point I'm at, I'm all about Lisa Renna. She just she just says it, and she's funny. She yeah. says what needs to be said. Yeah. She has a point. She laughs at herself. I'm mm-hmm. on the Lisa Renna train. So they're sitting at this dinner in Amsterdam, this trip that Yolanda invited them all on, okay? They're sitting at this table, and I, I forget. Oh, they're kind of just talking about things that, like, make them upset or things that they wish were different about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa Rinna and Kim Richards had gotten a fight on the private plane ride over. Okay, because, you know, there's so much to fight fight about on a transcontinental. Yes. Is that the right word? Transcontinental flight? Whatever. Basically, Kim was like, if you say one more thing about my sobriety, like, I'm going to fuck you up. Because Lisa was like, I don't think you're sober. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot to connect her husband back to it. Her husband, Lisa Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin... Both of his brothers died of substance abuse. So she is like, I know unstableness. I've seen it. Yeah. And I'm not going to let what happened to me or to Harry happen to Kyle, Mm -hmm. Kim's sister. Yes. So Lisa called her out. She was like, you're not okay. Like, I know sober. You're not sober. Yeah. And so basically on the plane ride over there, Kim was like, if you say one more thing about my sobriety, like, I will fuck you up, basically. Mm -hmm. And Lisa Renna was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I won't say anything about it. So they're sitting at this dinner. And basically, Lisa's thing is, I'm sorry I said those things about your sobriety. Like, I never meant to offend you. And in her apologizing, Kim is like, well, you did. Well, you did. And Lisa's like, I know that. I'm just trying to apologize. Like, I'm really sorry. And I'm going to have to, like, I think I'm going to post the fight on our page because it's so hard to explain. Out of nowhere, Natalie... I mean, it was, I mean, it was just World War Three. Like, Kim and, like, Lisa were yelling at each other, and Kim was being a literal raging alcoholic. Like, she was saying things that were so far out of left field and so far across the line of appropriateness to say to people, especially when cameras are around you. Yeah. Like, it, she was like, well, let's talk about your husband. Yes. And Lisa was like what the fuck do you have to say about my husband? Yeah. And she was like, why don't we say everything you don't want the whole world knowing? Like, first of all, first of all, I feel like, you know, I haven't been on a reality TV show yet, but, like, I feel like there's, when you're a group of women, I feel like there's an under, like an understanding of, like, these are the things that I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. And. On, like, television. On television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for Kim Richards to do that is so demeaning to Lisa Renna, it invades so much privacy, but on the other end, Lisa is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she's like, oh, the thing that you don't want the world knowing about your husband. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, please share. And she's like, you don't, you don't want me to. And Lisa's like, no, I do want you to. I yeah. have no idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah. tell me about my husband. And she's like, you don't want me to. And so then she's just like throwing around these empty threats because honestly I don't even think she had anything because if she would have had something I mean if I was Kim Richards I would have said it I would have been like oh your husband's cheating on you like yeah you know what I mean yeah nothing so then Kim just like keeps going with it and Lisa just gets so angry she stands up she throws a glass of wine at her and at this point (gasps) oh I've seen like the yes meme of this yeah yes Yolanda is like holding back Lisa Renner and she's Lisa Renner. Lisa Renner. Lisa Renner. And she's like, don't you ever talk about my husband. And then, I mean, it was the most chaotic commotion. Like, Kyle darts out of the restaurant. Oh, wait. Oh, before Kyle leaves. Kyle to Kim is like, will you just stop this? Like, look at what you're doing right now. Yeah. And Kim turns to Kyle and basically is like, fuck you. You're my sister. You're supposed to be defending me right now. Mm -hmm. And Kyle is like, how on earth am I supposed to defend you? Like, look at how you're 
acting. Yeah. And she was like, you're my sister. It doesn't matter. And she was like, I'm not going to defend behavior that's indefensible. Like, look at you. And then, yeah, so Lisa Rinna stands up, throws a glass. It basically gets physical. And there's, like, other people in this restaurant. Like, yeah. the camera pans, and, like, people are literally staring at them. There are other people. So Kyle darts out, and then it was just madness, mayhem, mayhem. So then, like, two episodes later was the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Hence, and then the reunion. The reunion was so bad. Mm. Kyle, since that fight, Kyle and Kim went, like, eight months without talking to each other. so crazy yes and so in that time nikki hilton got married yeah and kyle was disinvited to the wedding and then they re-invited her but only kyle like kyle couldn't bring her husband not her kids nothing oh my god it was just so much tea um and so then for season six brandy glanville thank you god and then kim richards were not on and they brought in um erica jane yay yes you've heard that name erica jane and um katherine something and Catherine is entering the web of just connected hollywood people because Catherine was married to marcus allen do you know who marcus allen is Mm -mm. marcus allen is allegedly the man that faye resnick wrote had an affair with nicole brown simpson the thing that set off oj simpson was that she was having this affair so then there's all this drama because Catherine is like Faye Resnick wrote these things that are untrue mm-hmm. and basically it all goes down to this like barbecue table and Faye's like I wrote what Nicole told me essentially and it was ju- I'm like how are all these people connected how is it all connected to the OJ trial literally like, always uh, every single everything goes connected. everything I'm ordering a bagel and it's somehow connected to the OJ trial I'm yeah. like what I just wanted cream cheese anyways so that was my um oh man I'm tired after that what a rush that was my two week recap of I'm sorry if I like talk too fast I, I was just, like really trying to get my point across you know no, I loved it that's crazy <sighs> I'm so tired I, I think I need a break after that I need I need a sabbatical <laughs> we have like a whole we have a whole episode to do still <laughs> that was only the intro <sighs> anyways um what should we um dive into twilight <laughs> <laughs> Carrie I think you're just going to recap it the best okay so, for those of you who don't know, lame, we've been recapping yeah. the Twilight series, and we have in, encompassed upon the, the, the pivotal movie, Breaking Dawn, part two. Part two. Let me recap it for you. <clears throat> it was, oh. No, keep going. Oh. It was all a dream. <laughs> None of the fight was real. It, it was, was all, all in your head. A vision of the future. Exactly. Bella. Isabella. Isa. Isabella. Bella. I still need to read that TikTok. Yeah. Anyways, um, I got facts because there's really... I didn't realize yeah. how many of the facts that I read for Breaking Dawn Part 1 yeah. would be the same for Breaking Dawn Part 2. So yeah. that is, um, that's my fault. It's okay. For not being a better host. It's okay. Sometimes we all just, like, fall short. Sometimes hosts fall too. Okay. Yes. Sometimes we need grace, too. Everybody hurts. Everybody cries. Sometimes. (laughs) Every host hurts. Every host cries. Cries. Sometimes. Times. Times, 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 times. You should make your Christmas album. 
bitch, don't even tempt me. <laughs> I so would. Um, let's see, what would be my first Christmas song? Oh, I would I would do Mariah Carey. <laughs> I would All I want for Christmas is you Oh wait <laughs> That came out kind of good, didn't it? She's like, oh shit, yeah. Did I imagine that? No, it was good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you can always listen back to it later. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, though, if I were to put out a Christmas album, what would... Oh, actually, my first song would be... Um, this is kind of a deep answer, but it would be um, Christmas Makes Me Cry by Casey Musgraves. Uh, same. Can you know what the holidays are something I hard I literally people. was just about to pull up Casey Musgraves. <clears throat> it goes like this. It's all red and gold and knacking coal and tinsel on the tree. It's all red and white and da na na. The kids still believe. And I know that they say, Have a happy holiday. And every year, I swear I sincerely try. Oh, but Christmas, it always makes me cry. I wow. and ribbons and bows. Oh, I don't know that one. Let me play it just like what a about snippet. Shake me up. Oh, hold on. Are we sampling music on this podcast now? Good one. That's all you guys can hear. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it went like this. Don't need ribbons and bows to cure my nerves. Or um, shake me up and turn me upside yeah, down, down just like a snow globe. Yes. And every time you touch me, I shiver right down to my toes. You got a strange effect on me. Also, um, Casey Musgraves and Zoe Deschanel. <gasps> Malekaliki Maka is Hawaii's way. To say Merry Christmas to you. Malakalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Malekalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. And Natalie, I have a great idea. I'm okay. not even like, literally hear me out. We have the microphones. <laughs> What if, what if we actually recorded, like, a funny Christmas album of us just, like, singing these songs? Like, Hannah, I, can be the producer. Like, I'm not saying anybody would listen, but, like, no. what a memory. It's, I'm just doing it for the memory. Thanks for the memories. Memories bring back, memories bring back you. But I'm not even kidding. No, let's do it. And then we could also do, um, what's a, what's a good one? Oh, you know what Christmas song I love? Um, Gwen just... Stefani, Blake Shelton. I wanna thank you, baby. Oh, that's a good one. Bye, you make it feel like Christmas. Christmas. Or Taylor Swift. 
Da-na-na-na-na, Christmas tree farm. Blue Christmas by Kelly Clarkson. Not by Kelly Clarkson, okay, but, but sung by Kelly no, Clarkson. No, Blue Christmas sung by Lumineers. Oh, I remember that one. I'll have a blue <laughs> Christmas blue. without you. Uh, I don't. Rocking around the Christmas tree. By Miley Cyrus. Yes, no, by Miley Whoa! Cyrus. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. hop. What's hop, the song hop. that right now that's really popular that she keeps singing? Oh. Oh, what's that? And it was a guess. It's kind of high. Soon turned out, I had a heart of glass. It seemed like the real thing I need to find. Mucho mistrust, love's gone behind. Dun and dun. Adorable illusion, and I cannot hide. Love is so confused, and please don't push me aside. I don't have you this time, no good. <laughs> me teasing like you, Dale. Santa, tell me by Ariana Grande. I'm at. That plays at Athleta during Christmas time, and literally, I'm always like, Santa, tell me what that you're really there, there. I think that's it on my Christmas songs. Wow, you guys are welcome. You just got a little snippet of Christmas in October. Imagine oh, oh, no, 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 once it gets no, no. to December. You guys, I have to tell you the craziest story. Um, if my friend Abby's listening to this episode, you already know what story's about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> Probably one of the most iconic moments I've ever had in my entire life mm-hmm. is, um, you know, it was, it was a mere Christmas time on the streets of College Avenue. Oh, God. <laughs> and we were driving, um, down college, and okay. we were listening to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Christina Aguilera. Naturally. Um, and, you know, the high note at the end of that song is oh so high, and, you know, we were just singing, and... And I don't know what entered my body, but Natalie, I hit the note. Maybe. I did. And then I stopped, and literally, Abby, who can sing, literally looked at me and was like, did you just do that? And I was like, I don't know, did I just do that? And she was like, I think you did. So The talent is there. The talent is within me. I just need to access it. Yes. And it just happened to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <sighs> Anyways. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> What's on your little list of things? <sighs> Dancing with stars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me pull out my little article. Um, we'll just start off with what we always start off with. The cheer track. You can oh, even hear Derek. Oh no, no, no. It was the worst. I think it was a mess up. It had to have been. It had to have been. The cheer track, I mean, it went It went on for a long time. Long time. Long time it did go on. Okay. So, like, you guys didn't know this, but last week, um, Jesse oh, Metcalf yeah. left. Yeah. That's his last name? Yeah, he got booted. You know, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater um, yeah. got his karma, and he is, so, he is gone. You know, the judge just said, John Tucker must die. John Tucker, he must. Jesse Metcalf must go. A shoo shoo. So the so the ones that are left for this week are Johnny wait, Weir. Should we talk about it first? Well, I was and just going through these here. Oh wait. Oh, for this current episode. Yeah, I'm not going to go into oh, their oh, dances I'm, yet. My Paul. No, it's okay. Carrie, step back. I step never do back, this. Carrie. So it's okay. So it's Johnny Weir, Neve, Monica, Sky, Jackson, Vernon Davis, Nellie, Jeannie, AJ, 
AJ, what's his last name? AJ McCain. McCain. Um, Chriselle. McLean. Oh. I don't know. Chriselle, Caitlin, and Justina. Those are the ones that are left. Justina Machado. Justina And her partner, Sasha. (laughs) They're my favorite. So good. I also love Caitlin Bristow with her partner, Autumn. Okay. Let's recap. Okay. (laughs) Warning, Major. Dancing with the Stars spoilers are about to be thrust upon you. (laughs) (laughs) Thrust Ah, upon you. Thrust upon you. Um, So first and foremost, Derek took the stage. Great star television. um, With his girlfriend, who I do follow on Instagram, and she actually might be the most perfect human being I've ever seen. And, like, Mm, you know, she has brown hair and brown eyes, and I'm like, wow, he likes somebody similar to my features. That's so amazing. (laughs) He is just like... I sleep easier at night knowing yeah. that Derek Huff is with someone who resembles me. Yes. They're a very, like, attractive couple who can, like, dance well together. Like, their first dance will be spectacular. So spectacular. That probably was their first dance. But, you know, add them to the list of couples they met on Dancing with the Stars. She's also a former Dancing with the Stars pro. Shut up. Yeah. Her name is um, Haley Herbert, er- I think. Hay- yeah, Haley Herbert. Um, they danced a special... Paso doble. They did. Mm-hmm. Dance it. They did. <laughs> they did dance it. All right. First up, Johnny Weird's dance to On the Floor by Jennifer Lopez featuring Pitbull. Their dance was the salsa. The salsa. Was the con queso. <laughs> I had this um, epiphany. Oh. In the middle of John um, Weird's dance. Johnny. Johnny. Old John Weird. <laughs> In the middle of Johnny's dance. Someone needs to dance the salsa to instruction by Demi Lovato. I don't know that song. Hold on. What is Let that me just song? give you a little snippet. Um, only I, don't, like, I don't know if we can legally sample this song. I think we have to pay for it. For real? I don't know. I mean, I guess you could do it. Like, okay, I'll do it after. Who's going to come for you? know what? I wish they would come for us. That means someone's listening. <laughs> That's so true. I'll just show you after. Okay. But it's like, um, ladies. But no, on the floor was good. Everybody wanted it's similar. on the floor. It's similar vibes. Right. Yeah, but it's more like I'm a badass vibe okay. than like yeah, like floor. it's it's less a lot less pitbull, which is like what the world needs. <laughs> yes, did you no know, more Mr. Worldwide? Did you know Pitbull and Blake Shelton did a song together? I didn't know that, and I could have gone my whole life without knowing that, and I would have been perfectly and fine. I, you probably know the song too. What is it? Well, I'll just wait. You, you don't after. even know the song. Sing yes, it. I do. Sing it. And ready, bam, lamb, come on, get ready, bam, lamb. Oh, like are the, you talking about, it's going ready to down. Ride. No. I'm yelling, Timber, you better move. You, you better, better dance. dance. No. Palm squads from the year 2014 everywhere oh are quivering right now. They're doing their dance right now. <laughs> um, I don't know that song. Um, the So anyway, back to Johnny's dance. Do you have any other? Um, I'll just read the little commentary. After the near-perfect score in episode 5, Olympic skater and his partner might have felt like they had a lot to prove when they stepped onto the dance floor. But for the judges, Derek noticed a few misses. Bruno said it wasn't quite right. And Carrie Ann and Abba, the shit on your shoe, the thing that likes to bring you down, thought they got a slow start. Score, 7 from Carrie Ann and Bruno, 8 from Derek, 22 out of 30. Um, Shook and Johnny walked, shredded out in that sheer outfit. No, he really did. Like, he was on the runway. No, he literally, all he had on was underwear and fringe. That's all anyone can ever have on. I mean, I was like, bury me in underwear and fringe. That's all I want. <laughs> and, um, what's his partner name? Britt? Britt, yeah. 
She also looked amazing. You could like see her abs through like the well, sheer. She's phenomenal. I always think that. Every no, time. she is phenomenal. She. I it. I have a bad habit of like whenever I watch the show, I accidentally always watch the no, pro. I only watch I'm the like, pro. I, I shouldn't be watching the pro because I'm dancing with a pro. Dancing with, with the stars. Okay. Neve Shulman danced to Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, and a realization was made that Mark Wahlberg is. Oh. The Marky Mark and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? No clue. Did anybody know this? Mark, did you know this? <laughs> Mark, are you aware that you're the Marky Mark and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? <laughs> um, wow. So good. Oh, I mean, you know. And the way they started their dance, like, Neve was literally, like, holding Jenna. And Jenna, like, was, like, wrapped around him with her legs in a split. I was like, oh, no. my God. Really what? They probably uh, would hold that for a long time, I too. I think, I think Neve Shulman has a really good chance of winning Dancing I do, too. You know, there's a lot of controversy around him because people are like, he has too much of a dance background. But you know what? So does Caitlin Bristow. So it's like, you you, get, you gotta pick and choose your battles. So does Hannah this, Brown, and she this won. This just isn't one. Yeah. 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 Um, if you get the votes, you get the votes. I, you can't argue with the votes. True. Bruno described it as deliciously bonkers, confusing, and amusing. Um, Carrie Ann, a.k.a. the shit on your shoe, a.k.a. the thing that likes to bring you down, and Derek gave him both nines, and Bruno gave him an eight for a score of 26 out of 30. And they were dancing jazz. Jazz, yes, I forgot to say that. Moving quickly into Monica Aldama and her partner Val. Val. Dance to Have I Told You Lately by Rod Stewart, and they danced the rumba. And did you notice the skyline? Was the Dallas. Dallas skyline? I actually did know that. That's funny. Well, me and Julie were that. watching it, and she was like, "Why do I recognize that skyline? Why and is Dallas we like, following me? It's everywhere Dallas. I go." Um, she also talked about in this episode that her and her husband got out of. Well, okay, they worded the story very poorly mm. because they explained their story, and then she says, "We unfortunately got a divorce." Mm-hmm. And I thought that's so crazy. I don't remember ever seeing anything yeah. about her in the news about getting a divorce, and they were married when she filmed Cheer. Yeah. At the end of the story, they mm-hmm. said, but then we got remarried. Like a and year I'm like, later. I think you should lead with that. Yeah, like they were married, they got a divorce a year later, they got married again. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, Carrie Ann oh. described it as there's nothing more exciting than watching someone come into their own. Um, and it's, it's easily her best dance yet. Wow. Wow. Nines from all three judges with a score of 27 out of 30. And, um, oh, oh, I'm playing the video. Oh, oh, wait, maybe they want to hear it. The, the intro. This is the man. The cha-cha with her partner, Alan. It's Sky Jackson. Alan. I think we should do that for the rest I of the I do too. Anyways, if you didn't hear it, Sky Jackson dances to Say So by Doja Cat, um, featuring Nicki Minaj, and it's just every TikToker's the dream. Um, she it was forgot bad. the dance. She forgot the dance. It was noticeable. I don't know she, anything about dance, and whenever I notice, I'm like, oh, that's bad. Well, and like, here's the thing. As like a professional, whenever you make a mistake, just admit to the mistake. She kept saying, oh, I slipped. No, honey, you did not <laughs> slip. You forgot the dance. Your face went blank, and your feet did not move. <laughs> you forgot the dance. Alan literally had a whisper in your ear the next steps for you to get back on track. It's just so crazy to me because like, the first night, the very first night, yeah. I was like, this chick could win. Oh, for and sure. And it has just been a steady downfall minus, I think the only the reason Taylor she's, Swift I think the only reason she's still around is because she won, she, uh, you know, wore 
Taylor Swift's 2013 Grammy dress, and like that For dress sure. is just good luck. Yes. Um, I think it's the only reason she's around. Yeah. I I'm I'm honestly still so confused, like why she's still there. Um. Yeah, halfway through, she basically stopped dancing. All three judges noted the missteps and her recovery, which Carrie Ann would give her a 10 for. Yeah, she's like, if I could give you a 10 for, like, keeping and go, like, keep going, I would, but, you know, I can't. And I was like, wow, you make sense for once. Um, yeah, so they ended with sixes from all three judges, so that brings them at 18 to the bottom of the leaderboard because the sky has fallen, the sky has fallen. Yeah. Um, to the bottom of the leaderboard. Yeah, literally 16 out of 30. I was like, 18 out of 30. Oh, yeah, 18 out of 30. Sorry, I don't have my glasses yeah. on. In but, slash um, you know, Chicken Little said it best. The sky is falling. Yeah. The sky is falling. Okay, next one. I want to see if this works. Dancing the cha-cha with his partner, Peter. It's Vernon Davis. That's right. Uh, thank the you. Vernon, dances, Vernon Davis dances to Celebration. By Cool and the Gang, which I hate that song. Celebrate good times. Um, Celebration. It was it was good. I mean, it was he was a little slow. Yeah. Um, which is kind of surprising for somebody who has had to make a career out of having quick feet. But you Mm -hmm. know, what can you say? Sometimes you know it doesn't translate. Yeah. yeah. Um, they got three sevens, twenty-one out of thirty. I mean, it was good. It wasn't his best, but like it wasn't Sky. No. Like he remembered his dance. He remembered his dance. So that's all you can ask for. Okay, next up. Dancing the Viennese Waltz with his partner, Daniela, it's Nelly. I mean, just wow. So many thoughts about Nelly. I don't even know where to start. First of all, I started following on Instagram after this. I said, I'm sorry. Oh, I should probably say, they dance to Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. And Viennese Waltz. Nelly. You're jumping ahead. They dance the Viennese waltz. The v- not the Viennese. Not the Viennese <laughs> waltz. I think that's something different. <laughs> um, Nelly and Tim McGraw are friends. One. Two, he has a song with Tim McGraw. Yes. Also, let's just, like, let's point out the fact that, like, somebody tried to say, I don't remember who it was, maybe it was, like, Carrie Ann and Abba, something stupid she would say, um, <laughs> tried to throw out the fact that they tried to say that Nelly and Tim McGraw... <laughs> Tim McGraw. <laughs> when I say the next word, you'll understand. They tried to say that Nelly and Tim McGraw walked, so that way Lil Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus could run. run. And that is just not true. And I'm here <laughs> to debunk that. Yeah, that is just not true. So they did to humble and kind, and Natalie, it was amazing. It was so good. He was fabulous. I was like, I'm that's sorry, his, that's his this, this Nelly with the arms is the same one that said, if you want to go and take a ride with me, like... What? I mean, it was beautiful. It doesn't help that his partner is, like, so pretty. Oh, my God. Carrie Ann was speechless, thank God. After calling it beautiful, (laughs) the judges gave them all eights for a score of 24 out of 30. So not the highest of the night. But But not the lowest. I'm also going to post this on our story. You guys. The facial facial expressions that Nelly was making whenever he was getting his judges remarks he was literally trying not to laugh and me and my roommates went and watched it back like three times really? I think because he felt like he looked ridiculous oh. and so then for them to be all like that was beautiful his face was li- I know you guys can't see my face but his face was literally like this like he was trying not to laugh and it was so funny oh my god okay next up dancing the rumba with her partner Brandon 
It's Genie Mine. It's Genie Mine. Genie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're going rogue over here. Going rogue. Okay. Yes, so Jeannie Mai danced with her partner to You Gotta Be by Desiree. I don't know that song. Mm-mm. And they danced the rumba. The rumba. Um, it was fine. She it was, was good. fine. She got good scores. Um, two eights from Carrie Ann and Derek, a nine from Bruno, 25 out of 30. I mean, she just floats right in the middle for me, you know? Nope, she does. She's just a middle floater. And um, something about her partner really bothers me. I think it's because he looks like he's 12 years old. Yes. I don't know. Well, and I just like... And I also don't know if I just, like, she's middle ground for me. Like, she's not, like, <gasps> as, like, say, Nevis because, I don't know, Carrie Ann just, like, loves her so much. And I just, like, anything yeah. Carrie Ann likes, Carrie I just, like, can't Ann, get like, on board. Carrie is really with. having a woman boner for Jeannie Mai. And it's, yeah. like, really putting so unfairly, like, Carrie Ann should know, like, people hate me. I shouldn't like this girl because yeah. people are going to hate her. Yeah. So, Carrie Ann, I blame you, as I do for most things in this world. True. Okay, next up we have... Dancing the samba with his partner Cheryl, it's AJ McLean. Partner Cheryl. Oh, I have fat fingers, okay? What do you want me to do about it? That's right. AJ McLean AJ. danced on Migente by Jay Balvin and Willie William. The samba. Um, You know, I mean, he was in a boy band. He has some sort of rhythm. What do you expect? Yeah. I expect him to go pretty far. What you know? What can I say? He's gonna go pretty far. He's just like not my favorite, you know. No. But I'm you know like, what's mm. funny is that we will be talking about Cheryl Burke later because she was on this week's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <gasps> I know. Yes. Um, they were at the top of the leaderboard with three nines, so twenty-seven out of thirty. Yeah. Next up, dancing contemporary with her partner Gleb. It's Chriselle Staus. Okay. Many thoughts. When I went into placing my illegal bets on who was going to get a cake job this week, <laughs> Chrishell, in my opinion, I thought she was going to go. Yeah. I was like, she's going. It's her time. She's in the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, but this dance reminded me so much of last season when Lauren Elena did a similar thing. Uh, um, I yes. did not realize that Chrishell Stouse's parents passed away within a year of each other. She literally, y'all, this since Since Selling Sunset came out, like, her mom died. Her mom, her dad has passed away, her mom has passed away, and she's gone through a divorce. Literally the All same in a year. year. That is so, terrible. No, that is terrible. And I Like, no, just, no wonder she was just like... No, because I remember whenever I was watching Selling Sunset, she had posted a picture with her mom. Mm-hmm. So, like, her mom was still alive. So, it's yeah. really been in this, like, short time frame. And so, her mom this stands... Away, yeah, in July, like you said. Yeah. And the theme of this night was definitely, like, who is your dance dedicated to? Because everybody had yeah, a dance dedicated to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And so she dedicated this one to her parents, which is really similar to what Lauren Elena did mm-hmm. when she dedicated a dance to her father who'd passed away. And her partner was coincidentally also Gleb. And they also yes. coincidentally wore all white. Very similar dance. Yes. Um... It says, paying tribute to her parents, Chriselle delivered the most emotional performance of the night with her partner, Gleb, and the judges noticed. Um, you know, she was sobbing through the whole dance. Like, I, I don't think the camera zoomed in on her because they couldn't. She literally was sobbing. Like, I get you're emotional, Chriselle, but, like, that's no excuse for, like, not pointing your feet in a lyrical <laughs> dance. Like, if I have to, if you're on my television and you're doing lyrical and you have a sickle foot... I'm going to vomit. None of that. Okay, well, I'll be honest. At the beginning, I kind of just thought it was the style of dance. 
Like, no. it didn't look bad to me in my in my no no dancer knowledge opinion. I was like, oh, it's fine, whatever. But, you know, the first half of the dance was just Gleb throwing her around. Oh, liter- Julie she the really, entire time was like, literally just throw her. Literally just throw her. She, like, really didn't do much until the end. Um, but you know what? It Like, so much of dance is the emotional part of it. And, you know, she pulled that in. So, you know what? If it was a hard dance, she, I, you know, she got through it. I'm not really too focused on her feet. I would have given her a good score just because doing that's hard. They got all eights, 24 out of 30. Caitlin Bristow in Autumn. In Autumn. Autumn is so cute. So cute. Who we will also be talking about because he was also on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They danced the samba to Sorry by Justin Bieber. Um, Same old, same old. She was great. They got all nines, 27 out of 30. Um, Carrie Ann was so harsh on her. <gasps> oh my god, I totally forgot. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that. Um, Carrie Ann, so this was Bruno's, Bruno said it was well executed. Oh, oh no, no. Br- I'm sorry. Bruno called it exquisite. Carrie yes. Ann, the shit on your shoe, the thing that likes to bring you down, followed and said it was well executed and I really can't take off for anything technical, but I'm just not super impressed. Let me, let me break this down. That is so fucking rude. Because when you say that, that makes it sound personal. No, it is I can't personal. take off for anything technical, but I wasn't impressed. Oh, you mean so I didn't come on this dancing show to be judged for my technicality, and so I didn't do anything technically wrong, but you're still taking off? Bruno like, was that like, sounds like you're coming at no, me. No, and Bruno was like, you did everything right. Like, everything that you were supposed to do was perfect. And then Carrie Ann was just like, mm, Next. I don't know, it's so hard. I mean, like, I get that, I get that a large portion of dance has to, has to pull you in. I get that is an aspect of it, but it's like, that dance was great, and she did technically everything right. So when you say, my, my issue isn't with her giving, she has every right to give her whatever score she wants, but my issue is with the phrase, I can't take off for anything technical, but I'm not super impressed. Your job is to take off for things that are technical. Yes. So if you can't take off for anything technical, then don't take off. Because you you just made it personal. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it at all, Carrie Ann. No, because you know what? That's just not what Rome is about. Like, we should totally just stab Caesar. So true. I literally, she said that and immediately typed Carrie Ann can suck a chode. I'm so glad you said that because I totally forgot about that. I'm uh, ridiculous. And she looked ugly, so whatever. Okay, next. The red wig. She looked like Moira. Yes, she's trying to be Moira. She is. You will never be Moira Rose. Okay, anyways. Moving on to Justina Machado and her partner, Sasha. Dance 2, She's Always a Woman, Such a Great Song by Billy Joel. Such and they a danced good song. the Viennese Waltz. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. But she's she's always a woman to me. Um, fabulous. Gorgeous. Dress, fabulous. Her dance, fabulous. Hair, Sasha, fabulous. fabulous. Everything yes. was fabulous. Fabulous. Um, that's really all we can say about it. They it was a if you guys can't tell, it was a five-way tie. Of the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, so Five she, Justina also got a 27, yeah. Yes. And then, spoiler alert, who goes home? Hang on. Well, oh, I want to get to I'm that. So well, sorry. I'm getting that, but I have something I want to say. Okay. So. As I'm sitting there, and people are getting called, I'm like, for sure, the bottom two are Sky Jackson, because she literally forgot the dance. Oh, yes. And Vernon, because he just wasn't that great, and he was in the bottom two last. Like, when you're in the bottom two, you've got to step it up the next week. Yeah. And he didn't. And, you know, you just run the risk of, like, being the bottom two. So, naturally, he was. So, they said Vernon first. And then it was between um, Sky Jackson. So, it was Sky Jackson, Allen, Vernon, Peta, and then 
Why am I blanking? Uh, oh, Johnny Weir and Brit. Yes. And so I was like, well, for sure they're going to call Johnny Weir next. Because and then they I said. Thought, I thought, um, like, Chriselle was going to be in, like, bottom two. Or, like, I don't even know who else. Maybe maybe Jeannie. But. Yeah. And for sure, Scott. <laughs> Did you say my knee pop? That was your knee. That was my knee. Oh, my j- Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I'm like, I'm stretching. <laughs> need a reposition. Oh, my God. My, I think my bone, my bones are crumbling. You're about to fall off the bed. I, my arthritis. My arthritis. <laughs> my arthritis. My tender joints. My chicken tender joints. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm sorry. Give me one yeah, second you, here. Good. Let me just readjust. <laughs> well, so hard. <laughs> Okay, I won't be sitting like this for long, but it's good for right now. <laughs> okay, where are we at? The bottom Before two. Before all this shit that it gets <laughs> The bottom two. Um, yeah, so they said, Sky Jackson and her partner, Alan. I was like, oh, what? So that meant the bottom two were Vernon and Peta and Johnny. Johnny and Britt. I'm sorry. As if 2020 hadn't done enough. Literally. They let Sky Jackson go another week? I was shook. She literally had the, the lowest score. And she's consistently at the bottom of the leaderboard. So I'm just confused she's why getting, she's still there. She's getting votes. Those millennials. Wait. No. Gen Z. We're millennials. Yeah. What are, what are we? I don't really know. I don't know either. I don't really care. I'm not Sky Jackson. That's all I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so, you know, sadly, Vernon and Peta made their exit. Um. So Johnny lives to see another day. Oh, yeah, Johnny does live to see another day, but just by the skin of his teeth. Oof. Just by the skin of his teeth. Um, that's really it. Should we move on to what's next? What's next? That was our Dancing with Stars recap. Okay. You know what time it is? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the old one. Do 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 do. Keeping up with yes. the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. So we have two um, weeks. Well, two weeks to uncover. First of all, happy birthday, Kim. <gasps> Kim. If you guys didn't know. Happy birthday to the Happy birthday, Kim. The big four row. Look at what you've done in 40 years. You've got four kids and billions of dollars. Go, Kim. Go, Kim. And I you're got- about to be an attorney. Oh, and law school can't forget it. Just pulling clemencies out your ass. Yeah. Kim. Skims. Not kimono skims. Skims. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday to the most famous Kardashian and the one that signs all the checks. And the reason they're famous. Mrs. West. Thank you. We'll be here all week. Thank you. What are those? These are These the wolves. It's what the Bluefish Norfie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kim, like, wiping away tears. What up? It's Norfie. <laughs> what, what are those? These, 
our clothes. I like if what she can do that. If what are can, we doing? I mean, I, we just did it. <laughs> like, she's gonna be a singer. That's just like what's gonna happen. I hope not. If 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 that is a sneak peek of what we're getting, <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, I will not yeah. be subscribing. I don't want to. No, thank you. Don't force it upon my British. <laughs> okay. Two weeks to unpack. Okay, so basically, prank. Mm. Yeah. What was the other thing? No, prank was... Yes, okay. okay. But, like, we did. Super yeah, yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the Kris Jenner um, prank wraps up, basically. She figures out that... Or they tell her that... Chloe has the one been dressing up as her, yeah. going around taking all these paparazzi pictures. Yeah. And, like, the true, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder Always. woman she is. She decided to get in on the prank, and they did not tell Kim that they, that Chloe and Scott told Chris. So, Kim, the prank gets flipped on Kim. Yes. So, now, Chris is playing it to Kim, and she's yeah. like, I need to go to rehab. Like, I did all of these yeah. things. I'm literally checking into rehab right now. That's why I'm calling you. You're my one call. Yes. And so then Kim's like, Mom, I tell you this is all a prank. And then she starts cussing she's out She's like, what? Kim. She's like, what the fuck? Kim, like, blah, all this stuff. Literally so funny. And the way Scott just sat there and was like, this was your idea. This yeah, whole prank like, was your idea. Yeah, he's like, wow, you let this go too far. So funny. Iconic. Just, you know. A genius. Chris Jenner's acting skills, once again, astound me. Golden Globe worthy. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy, Christina. Christina. So then, basically, it, it leads into Chris watched the fight between Kim and Courtney that had happened. She had never seen the episode. She saw it before they were filming, and she yeah. was like, it just really disheartened me the way you guys got physical with each other. Mm-hmm. So she decides to take the family to Palm Springs. Palm Springs, y'all. Yeah, Palm Springs, y'all. Oh. Anyways, so, you know, Kris Jenner, such good intention. Such good intention. Such good intention. Um, Lampgate 2020. Oh my god, yes. Scott Disick broke this woman's antique lamp. That cost a good chunk of money. Yes, and then basically she was like, where's my lamp? And he was lying. He's like, I don't know where your lamp is. Yeah, would never fess up to it. Long story short, he told her, whatever. Yeah. So, now But like brought Mason in so Chris wouldn't like yell at him. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's get into the real, the real meat of this, yeah. this French dip sandwich that we're yeah. eating, okay? Yeah, 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 The fight between Kendall and Kylie. Crazy. The most insane thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. Like, yeah. the amount of privilege you live is sickening. The fact yes. that you're so out of touch that this is what you're arguing over. Yeah. Like, so confused. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic, yes. Yeah. So, basically, they all decide to go out. Mm-hmm. Have a sister's night. Have a sister's night. Well, Kendall, it's like, well, I didn't bring clothes to go out in. Like, okay. you guys didn't tell me to bring clothes. Like, every time we go to Palm Springs, we never leave the house. Right. Totally get that. Totally. I, I understand it. Like, when I don't like what I'm wearing, my night's ruined. Oh, for sure. It's just, I I, told, I, I understood the uncomfiness yes. of where she was coming from. Yes. Um, And then that was the only thing I agreed with her on. Oh, for sure. So then, you know, she tells Courtney, I don't have anything to wear. Courtney says, okay, you can borrow something of mine. Okay, great. Problem solved. Kylie then comes out in one of Courtney's outfits. Apparently, the outfit that Courtney had deemed for Kendall. Mm-hmm. And Kendall flies off the handle and is like, that outfit was for me. Like, my night's ruined. Like, like literally yelling. She's like, Courtney, saved that for me. And I, don't, I just don't know if maybe they didn't show this part. But yeah. as a viewer, I saw Courtney say, "Yeah, I have outfits you can try on. Mm-hmm. Not... I have a brown outfit here. Yeah. You can have a it. A brown jumpsuit that you can fit into. Why is everyone fighting over a poop-colored jumpsuit? Literally. 
If that's not 2020, I don't know what is. And then, and then Courtney's like, Kendall, like, I have outfits you can borrow. Like, I have a really Chloe. cute... What did I say? I, thought, I think you said Courtney, but maybe you didn't oh, say Chloe. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, Chloe's like, Kendall, I have a really cute outfit for you. Like, it's so cute. It's sheer. It's fun. And then Kendall's like, no, no, no. Like, literally throwing a fit over it. Which, like, I would way rather pull from Chloe's closet than Courtney's closet. True. True, true. So... Then they go to this drag show, mm-hmm. and Kendall throws the biggest bitch fit I've ever seen in my entire life. She yeah. doesn't even get out of the car. No. She sleeps in the car. Yeah. Sleeps? She went to sleep? Sleep? You went to sleep? sleep? And to me, that was just like, okay, now you're officially throwing a tantrum, and I'm over you. Yeah. So then, I mean, they go in to, have, to the drag club, have a great time. They come out, and basically... It had been decided earlier that Kendall, Kylie, and Corey were all going to leave that night, drive back to L.A., mm-hmm. and this is where the fight gets messy. So Kendall decides, I'm going to leave that night, so she gets in Kylie's car mm-hmm. and is like, can you drive me back? And from what it sounded like, it sounds like Kylie and Corey live in, like, Calabasas, Hidden Hills, close to each other, and it sounds like yeah. Kendall lives in the city. So she said, I'm not going to drive you back, it's out of my way. And then Kendall gets all pissy, and then Corey tries to solve the solution and says, we can just get you another car. Yeah. But Kendall takes that, somehow she takes that as, get the fuck out of this car, we're getting you another one. Yeah. And I find it interesting that they didn't show it, they only showed the fight from the point of view of on the, like, Kim, Kyle, or Kim, Courtney, Chloe, like, on the phone. Like, you could just hear the fight over the phone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely think, you know... The devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. I For definitely sure. think she got that footage pulled because yeah. I don't think she wanted another physical sister fight on the show. Well, because eventually, I don't know if you're getting here, eventually, like, Kendall calls, like, I don't know, someone else in the other car because the other car yeah. is like Chris, um, Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. Right. And, like, Kendall's, like, screaming. Like, she's, like, I'm, I'm like, on the side of the road. They just dropped me off. Like, we got in this huge fight. Blah, 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 like, all this stuff. And then they, like, pick up Kendall. Kendall's hysterical. And then she's, like, Corey started yelling at me. Kylie takes off her shoe and, like, shoves it against my throat and, like, all this stuff. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just think you have to think about it like this. Like, these people live a whole nother realm of wealth. Mm -hmm. Getting a car for them is, like, is nothing. It's calling an Uber. It's yeah. calling a $13 Uber. Getting another Escalade to drive you from Palm Springs back to the city is like calling a $13 Uber for them. Yeah. It is not an expense. hmm So the solution, let us just get you another car, is a very simple and rational solution. While to us, the old average Joes, yeah. it may sound like, let me pay $600 to get you out of my car. Yeah. But really, it's, it's not like that. It's like, here, we have the means we're not going this way, you want to go home, mm-hmm. let me get you another way to get there. Yeah. Because, obviously, Kylie runs shit, and she's not, she will not drop you off. Yeah. Okay, so then that's basically the end of that episode. The, the fight ends, and yeah. whatever. So then we flash forward to this week. Also, don't be confused, because we're recording this on a Thursday, so there is, so Kim's 40th birthday special is coming uh, out tonight. Yes. So by this time tomorrow, it will be out. So this is not Kim's 40th birthday special. No, two it's episodes. the one before. 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 And, okay, so then basically, 
Kendall and Kylie have not talked. Mm-hmm. I think Kendall is so fucking irrational. Like, yes. she is sitting there saying, I need an apology from Kylie. I need this, this, and that. But at the end of the day, like, you are the older sister. And if me and my sister got in a fight like that, I would expect my sister, my older sister, to say something to me first. Yeah. For sure. Unless, if I felt like I was really wrong, I would say something. But it's clear that these two parties, both of them think they're absolutely right. And in that case, you need to suck it up and you need to be like, I'm the older sister. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. And she's not doing that. And she is letting... So she gets mad that Kylie... That she feels like everybody bows down, quote, bows down to Queen Kylie. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're letting Kylie run shit by you not standing up and saying... Yeah. I'm done with this. I'm the older sister. We're putting this under the bed. Mm-hmm. You're letting it fester. You're letting it go on. You're letting Kylie think she can do and say whatever she wants. Yeah. Because you're not being the bigger person. Yeah. Literally. She's how I feel about it. <sighs> sister fights. So then she calls Corey. And poor, poor Corey fucking Gamble. That man cannot catch a break. He cannot. Literally. These women twist his words. And, and she kept saying, you and Kylie are ganging up on me. Ganging up on well, me. Well, and Corey mentioned in the episode before this one that he was like, I've just learned to be quiet in family situations because every time I say something, like, my words get twisted. Or, like, somehow I get in trouble. Yeah. Well, it's like an obvious... I'm not saying by any means he was picking Kylie's side over Kendall, but, like... Him and Kylie have a relationship. Yes. If I'm sitting in a car with three people and the two prospective parties are arguing, mm-hmm. I'm not going to defend the one I'm not closer to. I'm going to be like, this is my friend. Yeah. But I don't even think he was defending Kylie. I don't think he was doing anything. I think he was being a complete, like, neutral what is it? party. Yeah. Almost. I was going to say bipartisan, but I don't think that's right, the right word. I don't really know what that means. No, not bipartisan. bipartisan. Par- impartial. That's what I meant. There you go. Impartial. You know. Impartisan. Um, impartisan, impartial, often get confused. Impartial party. So, she calls, so Kendall calls him, you know, whatever, and she's like, you told me fuck you. And he's like, I never said those things. And I just feel like, I think it's, I think it's the situation. I think Kendall in her mind 100% thinks, because I've known people that do this, they 100% think they are telling the truth. Yeah. But in fact, the truth that they think is actually true is a twisted story that they've evolved in their head, mm-hmm. but they just keep on thinking that it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, I could have told you, shut up, but in your in your mind, you felt like I said, fuck you. Yeah. So then in your mind, you've convinced yourself, oh my God, Carrie said, fuck you. I'm like, I didn't say fuck you. I told you to shut up. Yeah. So different. But so yeah. in Kendall's mind, she 100% thinks Corey cussed her out. Mm-hmm. And we saw it. He 100% did not. Yeah. And I just think it's so unfortunate for Chris to have to, like, be caught in the middle. And she kept saying, she's like, I hate being in the middle like this. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you're in the middle. Like, you're his girlfriend and you're their mom. Like, you yeah. are the middle party. Yeah, like, no, literally. in all honesty, I think if Chris really wanted it solved, she would just sit everyone down and be the momager she is. Yeah. I don't really know why she's not doing that. I think she just, like, doesn't want to be involved, but... Well, and I think I think she's used to the older three getting in squabbles, and they're always, like, mature enough to, like, sort handle it, it themselves and, like, have sit-down conversations and, like, figure out their issues. Whereas, like, Kendall and Kylie have never had these... They've probably had issues, but not this level of an issue where it got to, like, a physical alteration, like, abandoning yeah. Kendall on the side of the road type of thing. Yeah. And, like, they don't know how to handle that. No. And now Chris has to, like, be a mom and get involved, you know? Yeah. So it's just, like, it's a learning Well, and it's at the same time, it's, like, if I was Kylie Jenner, this is what I'd be thinking. Well, not not that this is what I would be thinking, but this is my opinion of it. 
She's a 23-year-old billionaire. She doesn't have to deal with anybody's shit. No. If somebody in my, if I was her and somebody in my family, was, I'm not saying this was right, but if somebody in my family was yelling at me, mm-hmm. I would be like, bye. Yeah. I'm going back to my mansion where I, I, I'm not financially dependent on all of you. I don't financially need this show. I have yeah. no obligation to mm-hmm. be here and be yelled at. Mm-hmm. So if you want to include me and be a part of, like, include me in this family and talk to me like a normal human instead of yelling at me, totally fine. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think probably Kylie's not like, Kylie doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. But I think I think Kendall is a lot more codependent on Kylie than Kylie is with Kendall because Kendall is always saying Kylie brings her friends around. Kylie always does stuff with her friends, like yada yada. Like you know what? You're the highest paid supermodel in the world. Buck up. Yeah. Start making your own decisions. Like, come on, Kendall. Go hang out with Gigi. Yeah. Anyways, so crazy. So crazy. Kendall and Kylie Gate. The Escalade gate. The Escalade. Oh, it's always an Escalade. Always. Should we move on? I think we shall. Oh, wait, before we get to this next story, um, I just want to squeeze something in here really fast because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. All right. I have a huge qualm with E! News this week. Oh, yes. I found a major plot hole in their storyline. What is it? I think I'm encompassing on something Big. Okay. Big here. Okay. Okay, I think it was... I'm saying this all from memory, by the way. I don't have any articles pulled in front of me. So, like, fact checkers don't come for me. This is just my opinion! That's my opinion! That's my opinion! Okay, so I think it was yesterday... It would have been... I said it last night, and it was that day. So, yeah. It would have been, like, yesterday or the day before. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm, like, a big Marvel fan. I oh. love all the Marvel mm-hmm. movies. They mm-hmm. always, by the grace of God, always happen to come out on my birthday, May 1st. Mm-hmm. So I always go see them. It's really strange how it Fine. happens. Yeah. Um, E! News yesterday posted a poll on Twitter. You probably saw it. And their Instagram. And they are always having this debate of who is the hottest Chris in the Marvel Universe. Chris Evans, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. So they posted it, Okay. And then, I mean, trolls came for Chris Pratt. They were like, he should not be on this list. Like, saying really, really horrible things. Like, mean things about him. So, for those of you who don't know, Chris Pratt is married to Katherine Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. who is, you know, American royalty. She's a Kennedy by descent. Yes. Um, but her dad is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And so she's very famous. Yes. I saw the comment. I think I screenshotted it because I was like, if they try and delete this, like, I must have proof. And, you know, I can't be the only one who... Oh, my God. Did I not screenshot it? Oh, no, I did. It's right here. Okay. This was their post. Okay. okay right here. So, oh, just... Oh, Tuesday at 9.30... Oh, because I was at work. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I screenshotted this, okay? This is the caption. It's an age-old debate. Which Hollywood Chris is best? Marvel weigh in and see which actor the internet is giving the boot to. And then I, this one is Chris Pratt, but if you scroll, it's like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Catherine Schwarzenegger, look, right here, mm-hmm. commented this on E! News' post and said, is this really what we need? There's so much going on in the world, people struggling in so many ways, being mean is so yesterday. There's enough room to love all these guys. Love is all we need, not meanness. And then she said something like, basically, E! News, be better. Because mm-hmm. it's just a screenshot and it says dot, dot, dot. Yeah. what it says. So... His wife literally came for them. Came yeah. for E! News on their own post. Yeah. Later that day, E! News 
mind you, posted an article about celebrities coming to the defense of Chris Pratt after an outlet, like, posted a vote of which Chris was better. I was like, you were the outlet, E! News, that did that. You you did that. You did that. Okay, let me see. Yes, it, like, was the... It didn't make any sense at all. Let me see if I can find... The article is it still on the. Is this on their Instagram? No, the post, the initial post where Catherine deleted or commented is deleted. <gasps> Go look on their page. It is not Stop. there. Oh my god, it's not there. And so I read the. Let me see if I can find the actual article. Um. Honestly, like if I were them, I would delete it. Like I would have not kept it up because it was, f- for sure, completely out of touch. Um. Wow, E! News posts so many articles. They do. They post, like, 10 posts a day. And I'm like, I No, but not even up. just Instagram posts. Like, art, like actual articles. Like, on their... Here, let me just Google it really fast. Yeah, it's deleted. I'm just going to Google Chris Ah, I didn't want me to do that. Why did I do what I do? Scary, scary. Ugh, um, I love a good, I love a good scandal. Yes, like, like even when I Google Chris Pratt, E News's article like isn't even coming up on Google. So then, okay, so basically they posted this article because like Mark Ruffalo tweeted, Robert Downey Jr. tweeted, like all of these people tweeted. And here, I'll just read. Let's just read what People's article says about it. This says how Chris Pratt's insensitive voting joke caused some to dub him the worst Hollywood Chris. Um. Oh, this is the article I want. Yeah, Catherine Schwarzenegger, Robert Downey Jr., and Mark Ruffalo defend Chris Pratt after actors dubbed Worst Hollywood Chris. Um, let me see. Look at this. So, people posted E! News's thing. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, um, Robert Downey Jr. wrote, What a world. The sinless, quote, sinless are casting stones at my brother Chris Pratt. A real Christian who lives by principle has never demonstrated anything but positivity and gravi- gratitude, and he just married into a family that makes space for civil discourse, just plain fact, insists on service as the highest value. And then he tweeted, if you take issue with Chris, I've got a novel idea. Delete your social media accounts, sit down with your own defects of character, work on them, and celebrate your humanness. Um, and then Mark Ruffalo tweeted, at Pratt 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 is a is a solid a man there is. I know him personally, and instead of casting aspersions, look at how he lives his life. He's not just overtly political as a rule. This is a distraction. Let's keep our eyes on the prize, friends. We're we are so close now. So, wow. E News posted an a, a an article basically reposted. This. They were they were creating content, so they had content. Essentially. Essentially, yes. Like, they posted an article slamming a poll that they posted. Like, what? And when I read it, it said, a poll posted by producer yada yada. So I'm just confused. Because if you're going to come out into this public space and you're going to shit on actors, don't try and exit the group chat. You can't rescind it. 
Yes, don't try and exit the group chat. Like, no. you didn't do anything. Like, Have you heard of the toothpaste rule? If you squeeze out all the toothpaste out of the tube, you can't put the toothpaste back in. It's all out. As soon as you said it, as soon as you've done it, it's out there. No, like, I like I just think the fact that I've put these puzzle pieces together, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's something happening here. Like, like... We're watching you, E! News. I'm watching you with the hockeyest of eyes, okay? We need E! News alerts. I just think it's crazy. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me that, like, you are now posting an article about how celebrities are coming to this guy's defense because of a poll you post them in the first place. Yeah. But, like, you're not saying that you're the one who posted it. Like, yeah. Like, why doesn't the pot call the kettle black, okay? It's so true. Anyways, that was just my really big qualm, and I just wanted to talk about it. I love the qualms. So, E! News, I'm watching you. E! News, be better. (sighs) Oh, my God. Okay. I don't even know where to begin. For the the next part? Yes. Bachelorette? Yes. I think I need to, like, really sit up. Whoa! Sit up for this. Okay, so basically, the first episode of Bachelorette, I feel like we don't need to go into that much detail over. Nope, nope. Because it literally was an hour of talking about COVID, and then an hour of the boys getting out of the car. Claire basically (laughs) saw Dale and was like, oh, my God, that's my husband. That's my husband. I Literally. knew it. Actually, I believe her words were, I knew it. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be enough for me, dog. Yeah. So, this week, they're still in your local La Quinta in The local La Quinta. Um, so, they go on their first group date. <laughs> and, basically, Claire is, like, already starting Oh, wait, drama. wait. Well, we need to, well, all we need to really address from the first episode is that they, they're already painting a mini villain, and his name is Yosef. That's all you yes. need to know. Yes. And I feel like Yosef is about to play a... Big also, role also, in the big drama. I did not realize this. Did you know that the names of the men are written on the roses? What? Yeah. Did you see it? Well, so somebody I was with said, I wonder how she remembers all the names in order. Then uh, somebody said, they have the names written on them. And we were like, what? That's why they always look so down then, at them. Yes. So, if, so then we were watching and she does. She looks down at every rose before. It's because every rose has a name on it. I wondered how they remembered. That's how. Wow. And that's how Sue sees it. Um, so anyways, so first group date, they basically were doing like love languages. Oh my like, god. Literally gag me. Dale and Claire like basically were okay. grinding it out you in know, front of everyone. Let's unpack this because once again I digress. Um The weirdest fucking date. So so weird. cringy. Like I I I don't understand. I don't even know where to start because I I purely don't understand anything about this date. Like no. you realize that at this point in the show you are Oh, also skippers, if you're skipping to the bachelorette portion, welcome. Yes, welcome guys. Um it, like you realize that they've been here for maybe one to do like one to do one day. One to do days. One to do days back. One to do days max. <laughs> One, this two. group date was probably the next day. Yes. So, for you to stand there as bachelor as the bachelorette and say, I don't want anybody who's ingenuine, I don't want anybody, like, yada yada, but then to ask them to confess their love for you on the first date while you're standing in a tower and they're standing below you, well, and then she it was, was like, the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And then she was like, I've never... Um, had so many affirmations from a guy before or something like that. And I was like... It's like, yeah, because usually you don't have a line of 20 guys... Literally. ...being forced to say the things that they like about you, yeah. honey. Yeah, Claire, this is not a normal thing. This is not real life. This is not what it's like. You're lucky if you get the one. Literally. 
Um, so they go on the group day or whatever. They have their day day. It was like, blech. then they go in into the night and Claire basically makes a toast and then they all sit there. Wait. Oh, no, no, no. We still need to unpack about the next portion of the date, which what was, was also portion? really fucking weird. Oh, the physical? Where they had to put the blindfold on and then oh, touch yes. each other. Yes. And then Dale and Claire were literally like grinding it out. And you guys, she literally did this. She put her head in his neck and went. Ew. I was like. Oh, oh, bad taste. A bad taster in no, mouth. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I do not. No. Um, anyways, Claire makes a toast. And there's like an awkward like five minutes of silence. And then she was like, so no one's going to try to ask me to like go talk or something? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But, but Beyonce <laughs> had the best video of all time. Um, and then someone was like, Someone took her aside and was like, oh, like, blah, 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 stuff. And all the guys were like, oh, F, like, why don't we say something? She called us out. That was bad of us, blah, blah, blah. So she's talking with this guy on, like, just more like one-on-one -on -one time. She literally stops the guy and goes, I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to give you my full attention, but I just, like, there's just something else on my head. Like, like, all my thoughts. And, like, I just, like, need to go and address what just happened. Got up and literally started lecturing the boys. Okay. Causing okay. drama. I have to stop you now because... Yes, go. I have to unpack. My bags are full. Barely barely being able to zip. I must unpack. Yes, please um, do. Literally, fuck Claire. Like, <laughs> I... When I... I can't believe that this happened. Oh, like... Oh, okay, my jaw first dropped. Of all, first of all, number one, have none of you guys seen the show? If you sit there and say, I, like, have watched Claire on season, yes. like, I know this, then, like, you know how it works. And yes. you know that when she makes... After the toast, you take her away. And you know what? Maybe, maybe... Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They really didn't know, okay? Yeah. Claire's done this multiple times. She knows how it works. Like, you need to have a little bit of grace, okay? Yeah. And grace and patience is one thing she is just not serving up on her plate, okay? Nope. And, I mean, she literally was like, so, is um, no one gonna step up? Yes. And so, sweet Bennett, yes. I think I think it was the kind of thing where every, this is my, this is, that's my, this is my opinion. Um, I think everybody else was like, honestly waiting. Everybody else thought somebody else was going to do Everyone it. Everyone else and thought Dale was going to do it. Yes. Everybody else thought somebody else was going to do it. And so yeah. nobody did it. Yeah. And so Bennett, I think once he realized, he was like, yeah, I'll take you. Great. Um, literally, justice for Bennett, she treated him so shitty. He's so sitting bad. there having, to, like, trying to have a conversation, yes. do all the things she's asking him to do, and she literally says, I'm sorry, I can't focus because, like, I'm just so mad. And then you go out there and you yell at the people, why don't you at least give Bennett the benefit of finishing the conversation? Literally. And it was then, just unbelievable. And then it caused, like, drama with the guys. I just, like, she's psycho. <sighs> It's, I'm trying to think. What did she say? Oh, she was like, if you guys want to have, like, bro time, I'll just go ahead and go back to my room and go to bed. Okay, like, literally, I totally get fit. that. Like, yes. they, their purpose of them being there is for you, but at the same time, you want them to get along. Yes. You want, a, you want to end up with a man who gets along with other people. You don't yes. want to end up with somebody who is disliked 
by everybody or yes. cannot socialize. Yes. So if anything, these boys bonding is a good thing. Yes. And you need to stop being so selfish. Like I understand that it's your season and that these people are there for you. But at the end of the day, like you've got to have a little patience and you have got to stop making every single microsecond about you. Like there is downtime, honey. And like we all know if they don't get you, they at least get the friendships. So let them let them have it. So let them friendship, please. Please. And I mean it it was just one of the most frustrating things. Like every single time she opened her mouth, I liked her less. What was I, I can't remember whenever she said this line, and I think it was like during this situation. I'm probably jumping ahead though, because I truly don't remember. I should start writing these things down. But she goes, I'm a woman. I need a man who like cares. Or something like that. Do you remember that line? Uh-huh. And I literally was like, Ugh. Yeah, no. Well, then, okay, so something I think that's interesting about the the latter part of her like little mm-hmm. speech. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's because my view is tainted. Like I have tunnel vision basically knowing that her and Dale end up together. Yes. I feel like everything she does is aimed at Dale. She went back there, not she didn't go back there to yell at the guys. She no. went back there to yell at Dale. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And then when Dale, when Dale stood up and said, I'm sorry, she was fine. No, she's totally fine. Like she's she's pissed that Dale didn't say anything. And it's just it's just ridiculous. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if because things it, keeps well, going, yeah. the way that this is going, the bachelor bachelor slash bachelorette franchise will be no more because people keep breaking the rules. Like yes. you cannot talk to people before no. it ruins the whole process. This is what it does. Um, well and then also before Dale even said anything, another guy was like I'm so, like, let me, like, let me take you to, go. I'm so sorry, or And whatever. she was like, no, I'm in the middle of talking. I'm like. Oh, God. Claire, so picky. <sighs> My God. Okay, what happened next? And oh, then it was the one-on-one date. One-on-one. With Jason. Wait. Jason. Yes. Um, I have many, many, I'm very conflicted about this date. Was this the one where they had to, like, write their feelings? Yeah. Because, you know what, I understand that, like, this, I understand this is a fast-tracked process. You have to knock things out. So, from that sense, I totally understand. I I understand her intent. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was executed well. It was executed To make somebody write down their deepest, darkest feelings on the very first date and share them on national television. things that people have said about them. Manipulative. Yeah. I started going around all this list and I was like, well, it's like if you want to do these things, that's totally fine. But I think that's like a th- like a second or third one on one kind For of thing. For sure. I think the first one on one you should just see. Honestly, you sh- you should see if you have physical chemistry. I think that's what the hike. first one on one is. Go on a walk. Make out a little bit. Yeah, it's nothing like, wrong with that. To make him give his deepest, darkest secrets on the first one on one on national television was was unbelievable. Like like yeah. I feel like she just has this sense of entitlement that I've never seen out of a bachelorette before. No, it's like yes. every single second they have to be thinking about her, wanting to confess everything about her. It's all about her, 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 her. Yeah. And I'm like, no, but there are 20 other guys here too. Yes. Like, it is not just because, I don't remember who said it, but a couple, I think it was Kelly. Profound. She mm. said, not only does Peter have to choose me, but I have to choose Peter. Yes. And I feel like Claire is going in with this this image of, like, all these guys have already chosen her. And I'm like, that's yes. not the case. No. Just because they agree based off a picture or what they've seen on television does not mean they agree with what stands in front of them. Yes. And that is going to be the thing that kills her is that, like, these, like, it is a two-way street. Yeah. Just because you're the bachelorette doesn't mean that everybody automatically has to be in love with you. Yeah. 
not everything's about you, Claire. Well, and then, like, the, um, who was the guy that was on the one-on-one? Jason. Jason. He was like, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to share my deepest, darkest, like, secret or whatever. And Claire was like, no, like, tell me. You'll feel so good after. Just, like, tell me. Like, and he was like, no. And now he's told his deepest, darkest secret to somebody who didn't even pick him. Yes. And now it's out there in the world and he did that for nothing. Yeah. I was just like, I, I felt bad for him. No, I did too. And I'm sure, like, you have to think about it, like, they're in the moment. They don't know this thing with Dale is happening. And I'm sure if we did not know how the situation turned out, honestly, I think I think people's thoughts about that date would be a lot different. Yes. But knowing that she does not end up with him and she made him do that is so cruel. Knowing that she lasted 12 days as a bachelorette. <sighs> God. Okay, next qualm. The second group date. <gasps> Carrie. Oh, oh, also, she did give Jason a rose. Yes, I forgot yes, about that. she did. Who did she who did she give a rose in the first group date? Dale. No. Who did she give a rose to? Riley. Riley. Yes. Oh, Riley. Riley was very saying like so she has sweet. a good group of guys. And I, I think really Riley sucks. was the one that like tried to like grab her initially and she was like, no, I'm in the middle of something. Probably. So sweet. Okay, second group date. Pee-pee's out. Like, Claire is so aggressive. The group date was dodgeball. Then she made it strip dodgeball. So every time a team lost, they had to strip off a piece of clothes. Shirt. Socks. Pants. Under the pants, she made the boys wear a thong. Literally a thong. Literally a thong. And then the blue team lost again. It was literally just one team losing the entire time. And then the boys started stripping their underwear. Pee-pee's out. Did you see Chris Harrison's face whenever this happened? No. He literally was like, like, he was just like looking up the entire time. Like, he was like, oh my God. (laughs) Okay. This was so mean. Like, I understand for you, for The Bachelorette, like, this is funny to watch a bunch of naked guys, like, play dodgeball. I totally get it. If me and my drunk friends would think that is so funny, and I'm not saying that we wouldn't do the same. Mm -hmm. Like, from a girl's perspective, it is funny. Mm -hmm. But, these guys came on national television to, like, strip down in front of you and, like, play. That's embarrassing for them. Yes, well, and one guy was like, like, whenever, like, the guys started taking off their underwear, and one guy was like, Claire, I like you, but, like, I'm not doing that. And that's totally yes, fine. Yes, it's, it's totally it's, fine. It's like some people's families are going to watch this. Like, yeah. why, like, you would never make women strip down and play strip dodgeball. Julie made the exact same point. Like, she was like, if this was the other way around and The Bachelor, like, did strip dodgeball with girls, like, this show would be canceled. Yeah. Literally. I honestly, I, like, I really just, it's one of those things where I don't have a lot to say about it because it frustrates me so much. Yeah. Like, I feel so unpassionate about it. Yeah. That group date. And then when she hugged them, and they were naked, I was like, Claire. She was like, hugs. Like, it was so normal. And I was like, yeah. there's something not right. There's a tick that's just unscrewed. Um, and then we go into, so blue team won. They were so sad. And then we go into. No, blue team lost. Oh, so sorry. Blue team lost. Red team won. Blue team had to go home. Red team got to continue the group date. Mm-hmm. On that group date is Yosef. That is just important to know. No. Yes. Is no. he not? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm thinking about because the, they, I'm thinking of the rose ceremony. Yeah, because they go back in between the yes. dodgeball game and the cocktail party. Yes. And that's when Yosef sees them all and is like, that's honestly really messed up that she yeah. made them do that. Yeah. 
Um, but then they're on their, like, the, the rest of their group date. Brandon, Canadian boy. Yes. Was so upset they had to go. He did the classic, put his clothes back on, get ready, and, like, No, went. Blake. Blake, oh, my God. I cannot get these names right. Yeah. Blake, um, Blake and Blake Moins. From who Canada. Is, who is the one who, on the very first episode, he had messaged her early and she oh. was, like, basically um, rewarded him for breaking the rules. So, you know, naturally, why wouldn't he think he could break the rules again? Well, because rewarded, he got rewarded for it the first time. Reward, yeah, rewarded, I cannot say that word, for breaking the rules and Dale breaking the rules. But then whenever someone else breaks the rules, smack on the hand. Yeah, you know, at, after the final roast, you know, she's going to get called out for that. And she's going to say, mm, um, I don't know. I know a lot of things, but I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but, so... Wait, Brandon? Blake. Blake. Blake goes back to the group date mm-hmm. and basically interrupts. And then all the guys are pissed. Naturally. And, and they all roll up like the seniors kicking the freshmen out of the frat party. Except I think one of them didn't. Oh. I, I think. I wasn't really watching too much. But yes, exactly, Carrie. But it was so funny. He walks up. He says, can I interrupt you? And Jay, who she was with, was like, no. <laughs> like, you actually can't. <laughs> Go back home, small boy. Oh, man. It was so funny. Oh, and then and then he, like, then Claire was like, you, it's probably best if you go. I don't want the guys to hate you, blah, 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 all this stuff. Then he goes in to try to kiss her. And she literally takes her hand, shoves him away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think this is the best time for that. Or something like that. Like, try to play it off. Like, literally <laughs> denies the boy. Hand up, a shove. I was like, oh. Not even like a swerve it for the cheek no or a hug she straight up straight up pushed him away i was like oh my god (sighs) who got the who got the rose on this group date nobody nobody it didn't end right um because then it's the cocktail well then it's um the final it's the rose ceremony after this um no it was um it wasn't it was, um, oh my god, who was it? Because I thought Easy would get it, and then he didn't. I don't think, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember. See, Blake, should... I'm trying to read the article, so sorry. Chasen. Jason Derulo. Ch- no, Chasen, whoever that is. Chasen Derulo. Ch- yeah. <laughs> Chasen Derulo. Um, yeah. So, but, but you know, before that, let's, let's really get into the meat of this episode. Okay. And that was Brandon from Cleveland. That's why you were thinking Brandon. It's because oh. Brandon from Cleveland is who the other <gasps> thing happens oh, with. That's why you're thinking Brandon. I forgot. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? I wish we had differing opinions on this because I would really like to duke it out with you, but I feel like we feel the same. Okay. Right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Probably, yeah. Okay. I would assume. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, <laughs> you were going to sit there and, like, he literally said, she said, like, he he pulls her, sits down to have a very normal conversation with yes. her. And, you know, I was so excited when I heard you were The Bachelorette. Like, I, I applied right away. I was so excited to, like, I really want to get to know you. Well, what about me made you apply? 
I and he doesn't have anything to say because yeah. it's like the whole purpose of this is to get to know you and like yeah. the fact is is like the 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 forefront of every single relationship is do I like the way you look because if you don't yes. check that box there is no, no. There, there are no other boxes everyone to knows check. physical attraction is key that is the first thing that makes you attracted to someone and for him. That was the box he checked. Like, it's not like he sat around watching all the tapes of the 1,200 seasons of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette that she's been on. Yeah. She checked the box. He came. So for her to manipulate and turn that around on him, like, he's selfish and he didn't do his homework. I'm like, do you want guys who basically stalk you? I literally thought the same thing. And he was like, and he was like, well, I mean, like, I don't know anything about you. And she was like, you don't know anything about me? And I'm like, he didn't watch film before he came on the bachelorette and knows like your favorite color your dog's name like all this other stuff like it this like if you're dating that's how you get to know someone that's why he's here his face the entire time like he got so red in the face and he was just like well he was so caught up like why wouldn't he be caught off guard like when she when when she's like i don't understand why you're here if you don't know anything about me they're there to get to know you literally like it it was everything about this episode was just so frustrating and I 100 I I strongly strongly say this she's the worst bachelorette I've ever seen I'm two Easily. episodes in and I can strongly confidently say that and I don't care what happens I will take that like that statement to yeah. my grave 100% and there were just so many ways that she could have gone about the situation and she could have been nice mm-hmm. and she could have just sent him home with the rose ceremony and said, you know what? I didn't feel there was chemistry between us. Yeah. I'm just really sorry. But, and I have a lot of respect whenever people, whenever, especially bachelorettes do it, mm-hmm. whenever, um, they don't waste time, you know? No, they're like, if they're not feeling it, you're gone. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like that was really needed. I feel like she did that to take a jab at him and I feel like Literally. that was really immature and that does not make you the 39-year-old woman that you claim to be. Like, that was yes. rude. That was mean. Yeah. And I'm, I... Like, literally sent him home because he had not... conversation Mid-conversation because he had not read her resume or whatever before he came on the show. Essentially. No, it's just ridiculous. It's like you, like... Ugh. Ugh. They're there to get to know you, and that's the basis of it. So to get yeah. mad and send somebody home because they don't already know everything about you is Sorry the, he didn't the most reach out to thing. you two weeks before. Sorry he didn't cheat. Sorry he followed the rules. Yeah. Sorry that you reward people who cheat, like when you and Dale talked before. Literally. When you and Blake talked before. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's like you you signed a contract. You agreed to be a part of this franchise, and this franchise, unfortunately for you, Claire, has rules. And you, yes, you, need to follow them. Yes, Claire, you must abide by the laws of the land. Yeah, honey. You don't get to make your own rules. I don't, you don't really need to act like your shit don't stink because it does. Oh, true. True. So Brandon got booted. Booted. So next week is, is definitely, but there was no rose ceremony. We started the cocktail though. Started the cocktail party, but there was no rose ceremony. And that's when, that's when Yosef and his, um... His little interview thing that he like they all do with the producers, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it was that or just with the group. He said Claire is hot headed and immature, which I feel True. as if he is not wrong. No, he is not wrong, and I think he's the one that I think he's the one that the I think thing. he's the one that says I'd expect more from the oldest bachelorette. Yeah, basically, this episode was two hours of listening to Claire give herself a pep talk. Slash, like, send boys home for not stalking her before. Yes. 
essentially. So next week is definitely going to be that blow up. It's going to be the cocktail party. This has to be the um, last I episode. I think we have it. I don't know. I would say we have one more. I would say we have one and a half more episodes. Oh, I hope so. Or two. I mean, how long two. can you? How long can you? Well, she you... filmed 12 days. Right now it's only been like three. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. No, it's true. What a oh, sad oh, and then not to mention when she gave Blake a rose yes. secretly, yes. secretly after he broke the rules, and she rewarded him again, again secretly the co- at the which cocktail party. I think is just even more pathetic because it's like you, you publicly condemned him, and then in secret you were like, oh, but here's a rose. Oh, but it's okay. Here's a rose, and then and then she kissed him, and she's like, I just want a man who will stand up for me. I'm like, I think you're confused on what a man standing up for you looks like. Yeah. Claire, I, I think I think we're seeing a pattern here, and it's just an unhealthy pattern. I don't know. Yeah, like, I could just, I could never be with somebody who is just so irrational. Like, she is irrational. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, man. I'm so jazzed for next week. Jazzed. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, this was a long one. How long were we at? Oh, wow. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's our podcast. It's our podcast. We, we can, can do what we want to. And then I want you. Na, 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 na. Should we wrap it up? Yes, let's wrap it up. Oh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Couch Potatoes. Couch Potatoes. Where we, Carrie, Natalie, your local e- Couch Potatoes, talk about, rate, talk about, oh, 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 stroke. Um... <laughs> Talk about, rate, discuss, you know, the hottest things in television, so that way you don't have to. You're welcome. Can I say it one more time? You're welcome. Oh, da na na da na na. You're welcome. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Moana song. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on Instagram at Carrie Beth Conant. At Nat C. Jones underscore underscore. Follow our Couch Potatoes on our Couch Potatoes account on Instagram at Couch Potatoes Podcast. Um, find us wherever you listen to your podcast. That's, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, you know, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you sure. can find us, Couch Potatoes. Yeah. Feel free to rate, subscribe, leave a review about just the what amazing local stand up comedians that we are, just giving our fast opinions. Yas. Yas. Share with your friends, share the wealth. And I think that is it. That is all she wrote. Goodbye. Bye.